Welcome, traveler, to Folk Recovery, Mei Chung. And here is Mei's story. My name is Mei Chung, and I am a singer-songwriter, folk indie artist. I currently live in upstate New York, and I am a new mom. Um, and I've been playing music my, my, my I guess, uh, for, for a very long time, but I've uh, just been on this journey as initially a jazz artist turned folk artist. And I have uh, an array of influences from both sides and, and beyond. So that's where I am, that's me. I am folk because my spirit is uh, represented by the aesthetic and beyond the aesthetic, the sort of uh, vehicle that allows me to tell my stories. When you look at the definition of folk on Wikipedia, for example, um, you can see that there the origins of folk music are very much um, defined by local communities or local uh, like cultures and and uh, the music that they created pretty much just maybe just just a just very in a raw fashion um, with no structure or maybe no real influence from anywhere before anytime anywhere before maybe just like oral tradition and um and and I, I think tradition being that 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 is the key and and I I followed I fell into the tradition of of folk um simply because I love the aesthetic but I also felt that folk music was the the vehicle for me to to tell my story, my life story, and um, it works for me. I found folk through Joni Mitchell, and I studied, um, while studying at, at McGill, I, I was involved in a couple of uh, jazz combos, and the bassist in one of the combos that I was in, the bassist uh, Anna Reddick, who's actually very involved in the rock pop scene in Toronto, um, she presented "Blue Motel Room" by Joni Mitchell, and and we played it. And you know, I I loved the song at the moment, and um, it wasn't until a few years later. I guess many years later when I moved to New York and a friend of mine had a, an annual Joni Mitchell celebration um, uh, concert show. And she would get all of her Canadian friends that were living in New York, musician friends. And uh, we would uh, rehearse just a, a, an array of Joni Mitchell's uh, repertoire. And I just was taken by the sort of the crossroads in, in the sort of um, the, the enmeshment of jazz and folk music. And I just, 
I mean, I've, I've heard her music before, you know, I mean, a lot of her music, um, but it didn't really resonate with me until I saw both sides of her, no pun intended. Um, and, uh, and that was sort of the, the gateway. And then I started checking out the open mics in New York City and Brooklyn. And one of them, um, one of them is called Big City Folk. And the the sort of premise is that every week you show up with a new song and the host of the open mic uh, decides like a prompt word by looking into a random book and, um, you know, picking a word with his eyes closed and points to the, a page on the book and says, this is your next word. This is your prompt for next week. And it was just such a great community to be in. And um, whenever I get to go down to the city, I try to hop in for an open mic session there because they're like family and there's no judgment or anything like that. And, and I think being a part of that crew helped me really have like a home base where I could try out new songs and, um, and just take risks and come up with new ideas through other artists that I see there. So I also found folk through living upstate. Um, I live in a town called New Paltz, and it's about 40 minutes south of Woodstock, um, and which has a ton of history. You can feel the energy there as you're walking through the town. It's a bit touristy, but you can still sort of imagine. I mean, but Woodstock is different from Bethel, where the, the actual Woodstock um, festival took place. So... I think being living upstate and being around that energy has uh, reignited my uh, my curiosity and my sort of openness to and reception to um, learning more about about folk music and um, I just think that it's. Um, it's been really great to do more research on um, the places that are around me, like the Levon Helm Studios are not too far from me, 40 minutes drive. Um, and Levon Helm has such a has made such a huge mark on uh, on folk music, music in general. And I mean, um, and so being within that vicinity is like so humbling um and just to know that there's more to learn um as as an artist i see folk recovery in canada as something that is um blossoming um you know there there's awareness and there are many artists that come through I my hopes and dreams is is for folk music to really take a you know a renaissance and and to have the sort of like seem sort of uplifting and support uplifting support and caliber as 
sort of these jazz festivals that happen um being in Montreal that just sort of you know reignited something for me too I there there's like the annual um folk alliance international that happens that is super cool um that I attended uh in 2019 and you know those are great great I wouldn't even call them initiatives because they're established but I think that we you know should tap into um and give give um the space for folk artists to really um you know express themselves or just um be supported um as storytellers, as as not not only just beyond being an artist, a storyteller, a vehicle for uh, uh, proactive uh, pol political activism, um, uh, yeah. So just beyond, you know, being a, an artist that plays and does the gig, and then you know clocks out I suppose but um I think this is why I chose to become a folk indie artist I, I I wanted my story or I wanted to be more than just like uh, um well I just felt that folk music helped me um also define myself but speak up you know and I, I, I didn't think, really think about, I didn't really think about what it was like to be an Asian folk artist. I just wanted to do it. And I think that's the, the, the first step is just to do it and, and to build that confidence and um, to not really think about um, well, what others think, like, it, it doesn't matter. It's just really about showing up. And it's, it's a, it's a conversation I've had with a few other, uh, POC artists in the folk world. Um, and it's, it's just really important that we show ourselves. And, um, I don't mean to like, you know, you know, kind of like, um, like put ourselves in a sort of like special box or something but I think that because visually we're I'm my I'm a minority in this vast world of uh, in the music scene in general um I think it's just important to represent and and uh just keep doing what I'm doing even though you know, sometimes there's a little voice inside of my head that's like, yeah, do you really want to be doing this? And I'm just like, well, I've been doing this for a very long time, so you can be quiet. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I think that um, folk recovery in Canada is important. It is, um, uh, Canada, I think, I'm speaking so broadly, but Canada prides itself in in its diversity and I think that um diversity is something that we can all 
support in in the various facets of it, whether it's like arts, music, or sports, even. Um, it's something that that I really miss and adore about Canada. Um, that is not to say that they're, you know, obviously um, prejudgments or um, sort of like, uh, um, racism doesn't happen. <laughs> it happens nonetheless, all the time, everywhere, every day. So yeah, that's what I, that, that's my thought on that. My final share with you, Traveler, is to tell your story. And everyone has a story to tell, um, ups and downs and, uh, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulations of living this life. Um, they come with, uh, they come with a background story and, you know, and, and, and people need to hear your story um, as an audience member. And what drew me to folk music is listening to other artists and, you know, such as, gosh, I mean, even if I can even label Karen Dalton and these singer songwriters that, that tell their story that, you know, lay it out. Um, Neil Young, uh, you know, I'm trying not to say Joni Mitchell because she's just so, she's such a strong entity in the folk world. Um, I, and Brandy Carlisle, um, like it just, it just keeps, the list just keeps going on and on. Um, but when, when singer and songwriters tell their story, it's, it's really because they lived it. And, and as an audience member, I encourage you to find your voice and um, tell it and tell your story, uh, whether it's through poetry, just simply recording it. Um, because I feel like why not give yourself a platform? Why not give yourself uh, an outlet? It's the most healing thing that we can do for ourselves to tell our story. And I think as a, as like just as like a global thing, telling our story and healing through telling our story is the best thing we can do for each other um, to improve, ameliorate the our life quality and our and our just sort of existence as humans. Thank you, Traveler, for joining us on this Folk Recovery Oral History production created by guest storytellers with contributions from Gaytree Killings, ASL performer and advisor, Joni Narita, folk community advisor and sound producer, Karen Young, technical producer. Stephanie Williams, Assistant Producer. Alyssa Matthews, Station Manager at CJRU 1280 AM. Allison Skirm, Special Collections and Liaison Librarian at Toronto Metropolitan University Libraries. Heather Hewitt, Folk Recovery Logo Designer, 
as well as senior artwork specialist and yogi. And special thanks to our friends, family, and community supporters, and to our funder, the Ontario Arts Council. I am Kijo Buchanan, narrator and executive producer. Ashe.